This week on The Reverse Dick, the dilemma for English hockey, did Broly happen? And who really doesn't want to be a millionaire? That was a long gap, wasn't it? <laughs> Time's been off. Greetings, it is the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Welcome once again, episode... 180! Is that a darts thing? Of course it is, mate. Ever hit one? What? 180. No. Nah. No? No. I did about three weeks ago in the garden. Incredible feeling. Did you? Yeah, and uh, my good lady saw it as well, so it was verified. Okay, enough of your golf. Um... Let's get on to the hockey, shall we? How's your hockey week been? Um, actually, really good, John, because we, uh, we had the lockdown thing. We couldn't play last week. And this week... Oh, you beat some more eight-year-olds? Uh, one of the other parents <laughs> last night, and, and they're not a regular hockey player, suggested, uh, should, we just, should we just walk in the second half? <laughs> should we just walk in the second half? Uh, and in like, the second let, half. Let the kids do the, the, the running around. <laughs> and I went... Uh, I, I thought that's what you were doing already, mate. And uh, off I went. So And ran around. I, I played 15 minutes and then went to the bar with 10 minutes left to go. Got a quick pint in, let Piper finish the game, and uh, all, all was good. Well done. Off we went. <laughs> no, no, no. no you, yeah, don't press the button here. Got more to tell you. No, but also um, played the fives on Tuesday night, played walking hockey on Monday, so I was back to my three sessions of hockey within a week, albeit with certain restrictions. But... Um, vigorous exercise was allowed on the fields with, without masks, because um, we've been through that a, a short lockdown and some different restrictions here in WA. And uh, so I took full advantage of it. Got out there and, yeah, breathed in the beautiful air of being on a hockey field. Good stuff. Do it while you can. Yeah. If you can. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, it's, it's hard for a few folks out there. Just be- um, before you press that button, though, John, for our... Chinese listeners, as we record today, it is uh, Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the ox. Um, great to see that recent article on the FIH website as well about the increasing development of hockey within China. Uh, so you can check that out at FIH.ch. Um, noticeably, though, it's mainly in that sort of um, Inner Mongolia area where, where the development's happening. So I, I do believe they're struggling to develop wingers there. Right. Well, they've got plenty of inners, um, but they, 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 you know, just haven't got any wingers. News. Welcome to Dad Jokes Australia. Um, but there has been things going Kong on. Hey, Fat Joy, folks. Now, hey, Fat Joy. Pro- uh, uh, it sort of um, came and went a little bit the weekend. It's like, is, it, is Pro League even on? Yes, we, it knew, on. we knew it was on. It was on when we were recording the show last week, John, but we just couldn't get our eyes on it at no. the time. Um, we had one game. We, we we started recording just after the first game finished. It was yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. It was uh, did it finish whilst we were still yeah, recording? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did all that. Result. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't do this. No, that, second no, game. no. That was a three-two to Belgium. Second game was a two-nil to Belgium. A couple of milestones in that game. John 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 Doman four hundredth appearance, and I think Javi Leonard was his two hundredth. We might have mentioned that last week. And there was. One of the, Bel- the Belgian guy, Belgian guys was was two hundred as well. Um, I did look at the FI8 stats on it, John. 
It's got noted one green card for uh, Rock Oliver of of Belgium on there again. Oh, does it? Okay. In, in the third it's quarter. Well yeah, more, more, <laughs> more great work there. But goals from Simon Gunyard and Alexander Hendricks from a penalty corner. Surprise, surprise, giving them the 2-0 win there. More importantly, John, it puts them very firmly at the top of the FIH Pro League standings in the men's competition. Any sponsors this week for the FIH Pro League? No, can't be bothered. Nothing? Um, also put Spain... Lipton's Lemon Iced Tea. Mm, yes. Pro League. That's We'll call it that. Um, Spain's now out, aren't they? So at one end, we've got a team going to the top, and at the other side, it was a team that won't be playing any finals. Yeah, they're on They're on seven so, points after playing ten games. Uh, hot on their tails to Germany. They're, uh, they're on seven points also, John. After four games, GB firmly at the bottom um, after eight games on five points. So uh, I can see Germany overtaking Spain there, John. Just casting my critical and a little analytical eye over things. Oh yes. uh, yeah, Belgium far and away. Thirteen games played, the most games played. Nine wins, three draws, one loss, two shootout bonus points, forty goals, four twenty-two against. Firmly at the top of the table on thirty-two points. What we don't see, John, is the percentage. Do you think Pro League's going to come down to percentage this year? We don't think most of the games. Well, certainly there's a lot of the games aren't going to be. I'm going to be played. I can't remember, Matt. Honestly, I cannot remember what, what how their system works this year. I did read it. I think it. Uh, they, I don't know. I haven't. I'm not in. To be honest, I'm not interested. It's great. I'm glad people are playing hockey and they're getting out. Well, we, sp- we, we, we spoke about not getting our eyes on it, and if we wanted to see it legally here in Australia, we need to subscribe to the KO Sports Network, which we happily did. Um, when we got a full complement of Pro League games and we knew we were going to be getting regular hockey every week, yeah, it's worth the investment, but watch no other sport on there exactly. at all, yeah. apart from the hockey. Um, now, we've just had that game on Saturday the 6th of Feb. The next game is Saturday the 6th of March, Netherlands versus Germany, one month away. Uh, the game after that is Saturday the 3rd of April, um, then the 10th. So I've basically, bang, 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 so, bang, bang, so bang. to watch three games, I've got to get three months worth of su- subscription to, to be able to watch it. I'm just not going to do it. No. I'm not going to do it. And especially considering, I think there's a you couple can, of games in well, there. You can They're watch a replay. Convenient time. Yeah, you can watch, you can, yeah, precisely. Yeah, but you can, you can watch a replay. So. No. Um, but you know, by the same token, it could be argued that for that one, one month at the end of the pro league, you, you're probably picking up half a season. Yeah. With the, and the final. So maybe there's some value to be had there, Matt, but it's very inconsistent. It's one of the reasons the Pro League just isn't what, isn't going to be what they intend it to be. No. Well, if you can be bothered to do the stats and tell us what those percentages are, I can't be bothered. But, um, if you, if you can let us know, that'd be good. Yeah. But, and. Any statos out there? Good luck to all the players who will actually be playing in the Pro League and enjoy the games. Well, oh, yeah, when, 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 yeah, when, when they arrive. <laughs> when <laughs> the next ones arrive. Yeah. Whatever, uh, more news. Have you got more news? Yeah, I've got loads of news here. Go for it. What do you want? News. Uh, MHL, Malaysian Hockey League, yep. uh, back on for next month. Will upset, that'll upset some international players that are hoping to get over there and, uh, maybe get paid for their services. Um, but no, it's, it's all systems go, um, uh, for, for soccer and, um, hockey, the men's league. Am I on the right right thing here with the hockey? Yeah, the men's league will begin on the March the 11th. 
and the women's on March the 17th. So good to see that is going to get up and running there, but they've got lots of restrictions to, to make it happen in Malaysia. Good stuff there. Um, we've got a lot of announcements coming up this week as well from uh, African hockey nations. The under-21 squads are all being named. The under-21 uh, Continentals will take place uh, in Ghana in March. That'll give a route through to uh, Junior World Cup. Uh, South Africa already qualified on the on the women's side. Are they hosting both? I think just the women's. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so lots of opportunity for other African teams to get qualified through to the World Cup f- from that tournament. Good stuff. Um, we can move on. Oh, well, there's been announcements about junior indoor World Cups and stuff in the last couple of weeks. So other other events. So it's good that there's um, some sort of sense of planning going ahead. And and because it must be very difficult to try and navigate your way through the current international waters, if you want to put them that way. Well, even and, even, even locally, we so we saw a return to action in the hoof class for men and women over the weekend great. in 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 the Netherlands. Now the women's games were brought forward to the Saturday. Because of the impending weather, and they might not be playing, might be playing. A couple of the men's games were brought forward as well. They were played. There was no hockey on the Sunday. I don't know if you saw a, a, yeah. the tweet that I, repo- I retweeted from uh, Blumendahl. And I don't know, you know, well, a meter, a meter thick, or maybe a bit more on on top of the turf. Um, so plenty of opportunity there to practice the snowhead. Uh, very good. That's um, that's patented to uh, to Tansy that one. That's uh, so he's got the copyright. On That'll that. be in the next state is it of hockey snowhead. And snowhead, yeah, certainly in that part of the world. Um, Spanish indoor comps continued. SPV Complutense won the uh, uh, the men's indoor title there. And the other big news out of Europe, of course, John, is that the EHL final four has got clearance to go ahead. Excellent. From the third to the fifth of April at. Wagner Stadium and we'll in be able to watch Amstelveen. That. Hopefully, would have liked to have been there last year, John. But it's uh, it's been a been a long wait. So, um, but looking forward to seeing that. I'm sure we'll be able to get our eyes on that. Might have to pay a few bucks for it, John. But it'll be worth it, won't it? Third to the fifth, Wagner Stadium, Amstelveen, the men's final four. HTC Ullenhuis Mulheim from Germany, HC Blumendahl from the Netherlands, Royal Leopold Club Belgium, Athletic. Terrassa HC from Spain and the women's final four uh, Amsterdam, De Club under Alster from Germany, Club de Campo de Madrid and HC Hertogen Bosch, Den Bosch from the Netherlands. That'll be ripping competition. Well, fingers crossed it can go ahead. Yep. Yeah, we don't want to be too um, gloomy oh. about all that stuff. We've got to, we've got to plan. We've got, got you know, there's, there's a lot of, va- lot, of vaccina- lot of vaccination happening in Europe at the moment, so we, yeah, we, we can't sa- stand still with it. We need to plan. And are you, are you planning uh, for the season already? Got your fingers in the pie yet? Um, I, di- I sent um, an email with some suggested dates to our men's VP for um, grading games and things like that, because I'd already written them down doing something else. Of so course you would have been. So, so I just <laughs> Why said, uh, wouldn't you just be sitting there planning out the hockey season? I did did send that through. Um, yeah, I might pop up on, an, on another committee <laughs> soon as well. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Uh, so... Plenty of other things going around. You can't week. handle the truth. Uh-huh. Should we cover that one? 
Yeah, go on. La- well, last week we talked about Hockey World News. He said, oh, did you uh, read read the uh, oh, Ash Morrison's um, <laughs> on what we thinking it was Ash Morrison's article and then I went oh yeah I had a bit of a scan of it and oh, you know, I read most of his stuff on, uh, on, on the blog hadn't read that at all no. um, just looked at, looked at the picture thought I'd read it um, so not a piece by Ashley no. but on Ashley yes um, and yeah you can't handle the truth relating to the FIH silencing or wishing to silence um, people under their employ through um, via contract. Yeah. Um, it, oh no, I can't really comment because I do the other podcast with Ashley, and you know, there's there's lots going on. So what what other podcast that? Not the Footy Show, Matt. Yes. Oh, I know. I read in the article that he does a podcast called Not the Footy Show. Did you, you read? He does the podcast. Yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. That's all right. We'll get to that. Um, so I find it very difficult to make a public comment because obviously I, you know, we chat about some things. And I knew the situation was going on and stuff, so I, I, I'll have, you know, I think it's been hard done by. Say that. Well, all right, okay. So well, to, 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 to outline it roughly for those that haven't read it, it it's in it's in relation to um, contractual agreements and bookings for gigs for, com- for commentary gigs in another part of the world from home and uh, then being denied the opportunity to do that work uh, for whatever reason. And there's allegation within... Allegation, is that the right word? Yeah, allegation that that um, there are reasons um, in the background that aren't particularly clear to anybody as why those jobs have been rescinded. And uh, so Ash is upset because he's, he's got that three weeks, a month or whatever it is booked out and can't go and earn any more money anywhere else. It's just dropped like that. Yeah, that's that's basically the story behind it. Um, but it's yeah, in re- in relation to some of the things that he's written truthfully about the FIH on the Not the Footy Show blog, or that could be a contributing factor to it. Uh definitely, I think. Yeah, uh, and he hasn't hasn't held back, but he's also not had any. Um, um, legal worries from what he's written because what he's written has been the truth. Uh, yeah, well, that's been a hallmark of what Ashley's done for a long time with with the blog that he writes. And if you read it, and sometimes you might read it and think, oh, someone might not be happy with this. or that the, you know, if, if what he was saying wasn't true, it wouldn't be up. No. They'd be going him. That's right. And, yeah, I'll leave it there. You can check it out. Uh, hockey, hockey World News. The uh, there's a Patreon account. You don't have to sign up, but if you want to, you can help out the production of Hockey World News and the great work that Jade does there. If you like the work that we do, you can also help us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and become a Patreon subscriber. We'd like that. Oh, it's One thing I will say is oh, it's an interesting point if you consider well, what right does any sports federation have to say in the say of what a sports commentator talks about um well on my, on my notes here john i've got ash hockey world news you can't handle the truth and then it says f-e-a-r fear and this is something that we've spoken about before and it's something that surrounds the game is this fear of not being able to achieve what you want to achieve within the game the fear of of 
somebody above you, you're upsetting somebody within the chain, that means you're not going to get your opportunity. So if we look at the, in the, in the journalism sphere, people don't want to say too many bad things about Mr. Dr. Batra because they know that that can have an adverse effect on their involvement with hockey. Yes. In a journalistic sense. Okay. And, and you can take that out. You can, you can talk about umpires the same way. You could talk about anybody that's involved within the game. There's a, it, it seems to be there is a, it's ruled by a level of fear. It's, it, it's more stick than carrot. Um, yeah, I would, I would say that also exists in other sports. Maybe, well. yeah. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure it does. Well, I've, I've, I've got a very but, narrow view when it comes to sport. Well, and, and especially when the FIH is essentially the employer indirectly, or or directly, yeah. I so that it's not an independent broadcast from the FIH. So what right would any employer have in stopping anybody from saying anything? In, Which in it depends sense, contractually you know, where you're at, doesn't it? it? With yeah. Your, so yeah. Look, and I, and that was one of the points of the article is that um, one of the stipulations were that you couldn't say anything derogatory about the or perceived derogatory about the FIH um, whilst under that contract. Which, then, which, which then totally stifles your opportunity to tell the truth um, yeah. as a, a commentator reporter. Now we'll see how it all plays out. We will indeed. But you did read the article. I did read it. Yeah, oh, yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're listening to the Reverse Tech, the Global Hockey Podcast. I saw an interesting tweet during the week. Did you see this one, Matt? It it was I saw it when the um, FIH retweeted it, but originally it came from the Olympics oh, channel. Yeah, yeah. And they oh hockey on the Olympics channel. Oh, that's a bit pop, yeah, a bit bit pops up on there every now and yeah, again. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good ever. And it starts with a quote: "The best thing about playing hockey is that you are not going to be a multi-millionaire." Exclamation mark. You're not going to be a multi-millionaire. <laughs> But that does not stop Spain's captain, Mickey Delis, from... Dias. Dias. Dreaming big now that the FIH Pro League is back in action. Anyway. There's a few things going on there. Well, apparently it's not the first time he's intimated, intimated this, but... But, no, the, but the, bloke's, the bloke's got a couple of side gigs as well, hasn't uh, well, he? Yeah, no, well, that, that's the I point. I mean, gigs, not side gigs. The hockey's the side you gig, know, that's right, isn't it? I don't think that's a very good headline for the sport, just quietly, for a number of reasons. Oh, the Olympic channel it is, for amateur sports. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I bet they're not going to put up... The best thing about playing basketball is that you are going to be a multi-millionaire. No, anyway. the best thing about basketball is that you get to share time with people who are equally as tall as you are. <laughs> Look, it? it, it's, it's, the worst thing about it is it's slightly out of context. I think it gives the wrong impression of yeah. what he's talking about. I agree. Which goes back to sports not go, meant to be a, a job, Matt. And in that film, that clip, he, um, he described, he was asked what's good about hockey. He says, well, I've, I've got two degrees and, I, and I've got a job. And, um, all the, all the players in the team all have got the a team degree. Have good degrees and they've all got really good jobs. And um, look, hockey's a really great break. It helps us, in, <laughs> you know. 
they're not slaving their guts out in a system all the time. Now, some of you may say, well, that's why they're not winning the Pro League. <laughs> However, they are playing at that level and they're all very good hockey players. Yes, and, and horse men and women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot of deeper things, but just as a headline, is that really why? Do you know what that is though? Do you, know, do you know what it is, John? Hockey? Do you know what it is? Is that white privilege there in Spain? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I'm, is that really the message we want to be sending to the Gillies? Come and play our game. And, and they'll be reading that as they're also playing, you know, FIFA 2021 as Lionel Messi. Mate, I have seen an advert from a club here in Perth today on Facebook that at the bottom of it, when it's got, it's, it's registration weekend this weekend for coming a football up. Club, soccer. For football clubs? No, for hockey clubs. Oh, hockey clubs. Um, this, yeah, this weekend. And there was an advert from this club and at the bottom, it, bottom it says, come and play an Olympic sport. Ah. It's a selling point, which, it it, is. which is you. So, you know, that's, yeah, anyway, go on. Yes. Anyway, that, but the FIA, FIH Pro League is back in action, Matt. We discussed that. And uh, how long is excitement meant to last? <sighs> we sort of discussed it before, but a month's a goddamn well, long time. Well, it's a revolution. Catherine wheels do revolutions, but don't they? Is this... Ooh, hey, ooh, hey. Wheels go round and round. It just fizz, fizzles out. Um, is, John, just while you're there, just... No, no, we're just, we're just going to have a little break for a moment. Of course, it was um, it was your birthday, wasn't it? Oh. Um in the week, a couple of days ago. You don't like birthdays, and you I've, told me. Well, yeah, no, I don't mind birthdays. I just don't like celebrating people's birthdays online. I think it's fault. Anyway, we're not going to we're not gonna go there. So I've got a little goodie bag for you here. Oh, uh, treating you to um, dinner and some drinks. All right, so you've got to close your eyes and and then you can you can take take them out item by item out of out of the bag. Okay. You can't look in the bag. All right, so all okay. right, you can put your arm in there now. Just like a lucky dip. That's it. Oh, you pick dessert first. Raspberry twist. Now, how did you know I only like raspberry twist? Huh? Really? Yeah. Oh, look, there you go. Close your eyes again. I'll look away. All right. No, that's awkward. I'm that's me. Make... Don't, no, don't, don't grab me there. No, you can grab that. <laughs> We've got, oh, pizza flavoured delight. You see, honestly, I know you, you like, you like pizza. Yeah, pizza yeah. and chips in yeah, the same, in the same thing. Yeah. All right, so that's your main course. That's brilliant. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, what, oh, what's that? That's from the Brewers Dray, who, Matt. Who are they, John? They are one of the most fantastic Brewery Dray beer companies. I think they're beer, a beer tour company it's here in Perth, Western Australia, aren't they? That's a beer, Matt, isn't it, Matt? It's, it's a stubby. It's a stubby. Oh, Matt. it's, it's a, yes, stubby, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's stubby cooler. You see, it's, well, that's lovely, isn't it? That's I hear brilliant. they're a really great firm. Um, check out thebrewersdray.com.au for all of your beer tour needs in Perth, Western Australia. One more thing in there for you, John. I'm excited huh? now. One more oh. thing. I got you a, a bottle of scotch. Oh, isn't that? Oh, that's lovely. Oh, top quality two tans, just quietly. Huh? Oh, you're very a, kind. A, a bottle of scotch. Welcome to it's, John's it's, birthday. It's a it's a thirty mil bottle of scotch. That's all right. We, we need more me. patrons. We need more people to jump on to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse. Stick John and maybe... I can't help myself. Go, go for it. This, this, this won't be awkward at all. I might mute your microphone. One of the big tweets last week, John, was, of course, 100 days until the 47th FIH 
Hockey Congress. FIH, FIH, I did the old ATM machine, didn't I? Um, FIH Congress in Delhi, India. Oh, there's less than 100 now. When did I put that? was February 8, 4 days. 96 days to go. Be interesting to see if anybody's got those flights booked yet. Or, of course, some of those wonderful rooms at the Lalit Hotel there in Delhi. I did have a little look on Google to see what the room availability was, John, around the period of the uh, the Congress. Plenty of rooms available. Um, about 180 a night. But the Saturday night, I think you can get one for 140 uh, so lots of availability at the Lalits. I don't know if that block booking has, has gone ahead there on behalf of the FIH. Um, but, uh, yeah, Wait, shall, we, shall we just book a couple of rooms anyway? Well, you've got your accreditation from Stalkers Association, haven't you? So we'll be able to use that to book in then. Okay. Um, yeah, should be good. Looking forward to it. Let's go. 96 days to go. Can we get a press pass? Um I think we're off the list, John, of um, various um, associations and federations. Um, on, on re- even uh, re- not even receiving the emails anymore, John. Well, that's true. <laughs> They've gone missing. Um, what else? Oh, we should talk about England hockey and what's going on there. Because we sort of talked about last week and then it sort of popped its head up again this week. Well, m- most notably... Uh, it started we- with um, Reese talking about Reese and... Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah, schools, schools, hockey, hockey, schools. Schools, schools. That's what it's all about there, isn't it? In, oh, apparently in not. In England. Well, no, so we were alerted from good listener and uh, Patreon, Tansy Lee, that uh, there were issues at Hawley Hockey Club, and they put a, um, a call out saying, well, we use two to, well, I'll go through the whole tweet thread, John, why don't I? Uh, we are set to lose both of the pitches, Oriole and ICC, so that's two schools, where we hire as a club, as they are being converted to artificial grass, on which hockey cannot be played. As a club who rely on school facilities, we are dismayed that we have not been consulted on this decision. We use both of these schools, with one of them being our home for over 10 years. We have only just learnt that work is due to commence soon. Artificial grass 3G pitches will be the death of grassroots hockey, unless we stand up and speak out. Not only are the council contradicting their own brand new pitch strategy, which states the need to preserve sufficient multi-sport artificial surfaces, but with the lack of any other sufficient venues in the area, it's so difficult for clubs who don't have their own pitch. We have no provision uh, provisions in Hawley for hockey. We love being able to provide hockey to all, from all backgrounds, adults and juniors, and without these facilities, we will be unable to do so. We're calling on our hockey family and the wider Twitter community to support us and raise awareness of this. Without these pitches, we are at risk of losing the club we love. And there is a uh, petition which is um, doing the rounds on social media. So if you want to want to get in and support that petition from Hawley Hockey Club, please do get involved. Uh, but we've got a few more things to say on it, haven't we? Are you eating your chips? Sorry, still eating your chips. Um, one of the, the, the conversations that, that, that I had um, with a couple of people was around uh, this um, transition that happened 20 or 30 years ago in the UK where everything slowly moved off the grass fields and got more and more onto the turf, sides, uh, t- turf side of things. And we started to see clubs lose that 
um, natural synergy they, they had with other sporting clubs within the same venue, namely cricket clubs. And I'm not an advocate. You know, I think hockey should be played concurrently with cricket in in the UK. We don't have to have that divide anymore, which kind of poo-poos everything I'm, I'm, I'm about to say with having those grass fields available to play. But sufficient quality fields you would find at cricket clubs that you can go and play hockey in the, in the off-cricket season or the on yeah. the, the on hockey season. Um, but, but when we got focused on these turfs, we lost these relationships with the, the cricket clubs and the like. And so the clubs just become nomadic. They'll use a pub here, a pub there. And so they don't have a real home. Um, and that's so important to, to, to be able to have that as a club. Um, but then they're at the mercy of everybody else, aren't they? A decision that could be made by a school that you hire some, you know, something from. Um, yeah, sure, you were hiring grass pitches potentially and effectively or part paying for them in, in the past. Um, but you've got a certain amount of control over that. And that will come underneath the joint management committee or, you know, that sort of thing. But when you rely wholly on the decisions of, of other bodies, well, this is the sort of thing that can happen. How many members would your average hockey club have in England? Oh, so I know I, you've got big ones. We got, you got, you got the mega clubs that you know will have their thousand, thousand plus um, members. But you could have a club with fifty, fifty members, two or three teams. Yeah, and maybe then, even two teams, maybe and, even two teams. And that's sort of a little bit of a problem when you're talking about. As that's part of the problem issues that, that's going on here is that they, those sort of clubs are never going to be able to have their own turf. No. They'll have to go to a local yeah. centre but to, to, to go and do that doesn't mean they couldn't still aspire to having their own grass fields available, does it? No, not at all. Unless there's no grass around. But the, just the idea that it, it wouldn't be allowed to happen, uh, England hockey mandates that all hockey be played on turf, is crazy. Oh, no, I don't know if they do. I don't, I don't know well, if... Well, according to... Um, the hockey club in question, they do. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's the case. I, well, that's, I would imagine that's what they said in the in the tweet back that England hockey says that all games must be. Played. Well, there must, or maybe there is just that expectation that that's that's how you know that's yeah. that's how that's how it happens. And um, but I think if you would be able to, like we've spoken before, you pull up the the a fantastic grass field, yeah. then you can then you can do it anyway. I, but this also goes back to what we we're talking to last week of ceding control of the game to schools when. England hockey decide to allow these sorts of policies to go ahead. It um, it opened the door for this sort of thing because, as they rightly point out, it's supposed to be multi-use, isn't it? Well, well, how, how well, many other nah, sports? But... How many other sports are compatible with playing on a hockey hockey style pitch? Well, for, first and foremost, it says on the hockey length. The hockey. It said the local council said um, they need to preserve sufficient multi-sport artificial surface. It doesn't say hockey surfaces. No, it doesn't. Um, and there is my point that it, it, if they're really talking about multi-use, that doesn't mean, oh, well, we get to play on it too. Well, maybe the, the sale needs to come from England hockey or from those clubs that use it to get onto this Gen 2 surface that was reported on the FIH site back in June. Um, you know, it, it, it I'll, I'll read it, and, and it, the synergy of all of this is incredible. While thousands of hockey clubs and sporting facilities around the world are fortunate enough to have synthetic turf surfaces dedicated almost solely to the purpose of playing hockey, there, there are many places where that simply isn't possible. This is a challenge frequently faced by schools and community sports centres, where the necessity to cater for numerous different sports and leisure activities is very much at the centre of any decision-making process regarding the potential creation or renewal of a synthetic surface. 
often the attraction of long pile 3G pitches, which is what we're talking about in this situation, which have proven very popular with football, is too great to resist. However, these surfaces are generally considered to be uh, not entirely suitable for various sports, including hockey, and the installation of a 3G surface often results in teams and clubs being forced to look elsewhere for a place to play. Thankfully, a game-changing development means there is a versatile, hockey-friendly alternative available. A pioneering joint initiative between the sports of hockey, tennis and netball has led to the creation of an innovative new multi-sport concept known as Gen 2, utilising the proven technology of short-pile synthetic turf, preferred by hockey, and incorporating the latest innovations in shock pads. This surface has been specially designed to become a great all-round solution, not just for the three sports previously mentioned, but also others like lacrosse, futsal, softball, korfball, and so much more. Um, so this is, yeah, this is um, International Tennis Federation, Lawn Tennis Association, England Netball, FIH, England Hockey, and the European Hockey Federation all working working together to have that. So we talk about multi-sport. Maybe, guys, you need to be going back and going, yeah, we can give you multi-sport. We can actually give you six more sports that are going to be more suitable or suitable to play on this sport than having the 3G option. Yeah, but they they were also looking at it from the side of, if I've got a school of a 1,000 kids and I've got 500 of them who play soccer and I've got 30 hockey players, six korfball players... Uh-huh. Seven yeah, X yeah, player, yeah, Y yeah, player. Yeah. You're going to build the 3G because you've got more students gaining benefit out of it. Yeah, they, they, they can play rugby. You could argue they can play a lot of other sports as well, not just soccer on 3G. But that's, that's so, it. If, that, if that's what the demand is, if that's yeah, what the demand that's, is, that's how they're going to look at it as an administrator. I don't know how often they bang down astroturfs at English schools, but you'd think it's a, a, a rare opportunity to get a decent playing surface there's a fair amount of turf now is that yeah yeah around well, the town where I've, I've come from there's two in in the town now yeah. one is used by the local club and the other one is used by a club that are 20 miles oh, 15 miles away um, and that's their home turf and then they go back to their club rooms you know it's um, um, I was I was having a chat with someone as well last night about clubs like Hawley and they're of the view, you know, perhaps they should have merged and, and built a, a larger entity within their local area um, by now and be a bigger, stronger club, a la what's happened in Belgium and with some clubs in the Netherlands. Um, my view is it, it, it depends what it, the geographical situation is and what, what sort of distance we're talking about between clubs. We've got our, our closest club going south is maybe 20Ks. Yeah. About 20, 20K south of us here. And uh, I wouldn't want to see them merged into us. We want them providing hockey within that community. If you haven't got hockey happening there locally and yeah. them able to build their own hockey community, those kids won't travel up 20 kilometres to come and do their sport. They'll go and find the other sport that they can do locally. It's so important to have that representation. Um, but if if you've got three clubs all within two kilometres of each other, it's hard to give up the heritage and the history and all of that. But the pooled resources, um, the minimisation of costs, the opportunity to pool everything to get your own potential turf, it can be done. 
how about a club room on each side of the field? So you could get a, two clubs that are sort of close but different areas, and it's a small. It's not that big a move. I think. I think it kind of happens like in, in Australia in some of the regional centres. Yeah. So, you know, you've you got know, clubs based out of the all out of the same the same you know major centre. Yeah. But you can have one club on one side of their own club rooms, and the other team's got a dugout on the other side. That's their club rooms. Well, I've put up. You know, I've, I have found in club rooms where there is multi-sports, some sports don't necessarily sit that well side by side. Others do. Um, so the, that, the German model, you know, looks at partnering with tennis and yeah. maybe of the more genteel sports that have, um, you know, good restaurants and great facilities and all of that. And money patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas you know, hockey and rugby in the same bar don't really sit, sit very well together. You don't reckon? No. So if we had a rugby club on the other side playing on the grass fields, separate bar. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wouldn't. Yeah. Just wouldn't. There, there wouldn't be the right mix. Soccer. Yeah, it'd be all right, but you know, you'd you'd just get bored of hearing them singing and chanting all the time. Wouldn't you? <laughs> This is the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Matt Allen, what else have you got? Now, there was a tweet um, from Will Murray with regard to the cost of um, some Hockey Fives boards on the Harrow site in the UK equipment supplier, and they were priced at £27,000. And it was used to be as a bit Come of a point. As, as a bit of a point. Look, it certainly stimulated some conversation with regard to Hockey Fives uh, once again. Um, it's a bit tiresome. We're going over old, old ground with a lot of it. Um, 27,000 pounds is a lot of money for some hockey fives boards. But I also looked on the site and found some, um, aluminium boards on there for 7,000 pounds. Um, as an alternative to wood, I'll stick, I'll stick with the wood. I think you can get them, uh, a lot cheaper than that. But the, the, my point with it was, and I, and I, and I tweeted back, it is, uh, you can put a price on anything. You know, the hockey stick manufacturers have sticks at $450, $250, £300 for you to buy a hockey stick. Now, they're priced like that for the people who've got the money who want to buy the very best and pay the ultimate price because they think they're getting the best. They are getting the best available. But if you speak nicely to the retailer, you can probably get 150 off that. Um, but some people have, have got the money and are very happy to spend it. It's the, you know, the, 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 the BMW playbook exclusivity uh, premiumization of things that people. Are, so, if you're a private school in the UK, for example, that are putting in a hockey fives pitch, isn't it great to show prospective hockey parents around the grounds and go, oh, of course, uh, these are the very latest uh, hockey fives balls. They've cost twenty eight thousand pounds, and the parents go, oh, so go, well, that's brilliant. They've got the best equipment here. That's fantastic. You know, so but you can't take that as the this is the cost of hockey fives. There are other costs, but you know things like grounds. Doesn't matter what you play it on. There are there are costs, aren't there? Yep, absolutely there are. You need a stick. There's going to be a cost, regardless of what you're playing on. Yeah, whatever uh, format. Uh, I think people also, you know, question because this is a there's a whole new uh, games worth of infrastructure going on as well. So even though. There's some exaggeration over to what the cost will be. There's still an added burden. That you know, anyway, leave it there. Well, it's very like you say. It's very for Franken fives. Fives is Franken fives. Franken fives. Franken fives. Franken fives. Franken fives. Franken fives. Is is a very bewildering suggestion to start with. 
the, which we've been over several. The question times. we come back to every single time is why, why? five, not why? six? Why? Why? What? What? what we've got two formats. We, why do we need another one? We tried it with indoor for a year. Didn't work. Didn't like it. Indoor. All right, so we'll try it somewhere else now well, then, because well, we like it. An idea that didn't work inside of, but they're just taking the roof off the building some, essentially. Some Dutch guy's idea, apparently. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was your mate's work. No. Oh, it's not. No, we're not claiming it yet. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, it's you know you 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 can go around the houses with it. There's you know, are we better off having hockey fives or hockey sixes? or indoor hockey sixes, or indoor hockey fives as the Olympic representative um, of hockey. I don't know. Who who cares? Stuff the Olympics. The Olympics can get That's stuff. Right. The FIH can collapse. We'll just concentrate on running our nice little clubs and associations around and about, about the world, just like we used to do before. We'll take the cost out, that whole administration level. We'll have a national champ. We'll have a national championships yeah. every we'll year. We'll become truly amateur. We'll man. pick the very best players that can afford to fly to the championships. That's right. And we'll we'll play whoever twice a year. We'll go to New Zealand once a year, and we'll take the boat to England once a year. That's. I think you're absolutely right. In and we and we all just keep enjoying our hockey because the majority of people that play hockey. Do not engage on social media. They don't watch international games. They don't give us stuff. We could have two billion people involved in the game, John, but only about two million that show any interest globally. The rest, they're actually playing the game and enjoying it, going, I don't care what Australia are doing or England (laughs) are doing. The That's why when we talk to people at the bar... And start going on about the FIH. They just glaze off. Oh, oh, I've learned now that. not to talk about anything to do with what we do or say on the podcast. No. Just nothing. And unless someone asks, I mean, there's a couple of guys in the team that listen. Unless they ask, it just um, doesn't exist. Yeah, people kind of regret asking me something. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, and <laughs> 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 um, it's good news out it's of us. So true. Go right. It's, Good news out of Australia, John. The uh, National Participation and Engagement Plan is uh, is going ahead. It's been launched. Um, take you down to a quote. The next two years for a hockey, in, a hockey in Australia will be full of innovation and engagement. No nines, please. Said Michael Johnston. No pump play. Said Michael Johnston, Hockey Australia GM, Strategy and Game Development. Resources to provide greater practical assistance and education in relation to the NPEP will be continually developed we will share and promote participation and engagement success stories from the hockey community. The success of our sport relies upon the volunteers at grassroots level. And this plan is designed to help those volunteers, our state bodies, and Hockey Australia provide the best possible hockey experience to the community. Isn't that lovely, John? Club, club, Club finder, John. Tomorrow is registration day for a lot of the clubs here in Western Australia. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go to the club finder on hockey.org.au. Is it pointing you to the right club for your area, John? It's still not doing it. Fix it, please. Fix it. Is it working for you? No. Okay. I haven't tried to use it because I know where I'm playing. Where I'm not playing. <laughs> Which is? I'm not playing. What, this season? Not yet. You've got, you've got a long pre-season to do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you move into a new age bracket for uh, Masters Hockey with this one? No. No? No. Okay, that's good. I've got years left. 
<laughs> in which grade? Over 50s, 50s Divi 2? Yeah, years. Alright, cool. At least 13. So they don't do over, over 54s then? You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Thank you for joining us for show 180. Don't forget, you can follow us on the socials, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook, all at the Reverse Stick. Would love to have you join us. And uh, if you enjoy the show, please do tell your mates, get onto Apple, uh, what's it called, podcast. Give us a little rating. Three, three, three point nine stars. Stuff. Yeah, do that. We'd appreciate it. But yeah, above all, tell your mates. Tell, tell your mates. mates. Hashtag, hashtag, oh, hashtag give it away. Exactly. Um, give it away. I saw a, a give it away t shirt taking the field for training last night, which was, uh, oh, really? yeah, good to see. And there might be a few more people. Uh, Jared, uh, our Patreon competition winner, he's received his one. Oh, got the same bright orange tradey colour as I have. Oh, Glad right. that got over there. Um, Keely from FH Umpires and I will be on uh, Clubhouse again, if you've got the Clubhouse app, uh, this Saturday, 9.30 local time for us here, one thirty uh, in the UK and kind of Europe area. Yeah, if you're on Clubhouse, get on to there. And, of course, uh, we'll see you next week, and hopefully you can at least give it a whack around the house somewhere. Yeah. Enjoy, folks. Back next week. So, um, you read that article. Morrison? Yeah. The, yeah Jim, I'm oh, sorry, Ashley, not Jim. Jim, yeah. <laughs> Although it's uh, easy to see how you can mistake them. Mm. Dress sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you've seen I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> I've just pictured Jim rocking those chinos <laughs> on, one of, on one of his album covers. <laughs> I reckon... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'll just... Yeah. I reckon uh, Jimbo might have just grown to find himself wearing a pair of genos if he hadn't have uh, gone the wrong way back in Paris. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, you, you didn't... On, on a cherry, no? Something, no? Like, that, that, uh, seriously. Oh, this is for, I'm going to conduct a listener survey for, okay. for one person because... They'll be the only one that... That listens this far? No, that, if they... Well, Congratulations I, if you have got this far. I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether this person does actually listen, because I'll know after the end of this whether they okay. do. Like it. Right. There's a lot of people pretend to. Mm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Jade? Yeah? Jade, fuck me. You write this article... <laughs> Ashley Morrison, hosting the reverse stick. No, 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 not the footy show. Not the footy footy show. I would say it's got me that wound up. On community radio, he's been doing this podcast. Been doing it. Oh no, no, mate. I was there day one. I was. I I rang the first guest. I've been there since day one. I'm still there. I'm the the other voice. I'm I'm just going to do this on behalf of the listener. See, they appreciate it, John. We can, I'll just turn that down. <laughs> but every time that there's some write-up about at the Not The Footy Show podcast, yeah. do I get a mention? No. 
never. No, and I just thought, you're the interchange, you're the interchangeable sidekick. I mean, <laughs> much, much, much like this show, obviously. <laughs> for once, for once, it would have been nice to say, you know, Hockey World News contributor. <laughs> Just, just, to, just for once to have been mentioned alongside all of those hundreds of episodes. So if you're feeling bad for John, folks, please do send an email to John J O H N at thereversestick.net. He'll really appreciate it. Yeah, I reckon that I can see a hashtag starting. Hashtag John, shut the fuck up. 